What's going on guys? This is David for Flix Talk Podcast. Now, as you guys can see, I don't have my normal setup going on. I'm actually headed right out the door because 20 minutes, I'm going to be checking out the new movie, The Predator. Now, I know it's kind of weird because I'm, I'm going to check out that movie, The Predator, when it's a lot easier to say I'm going to go check out that movie, Predator. Anyways, this is going to be kind of a reimagining reboot from one of the actors of this first Predator. Now, I really wanted to kind of go over this if you guys don't know about the first original Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger or the Predator 2 sequel that came out with Danny Glover. Now, uh, both exceptional films. I prefer the first one over the second one, but that's for a whole other video. So I wanted to give you guys a quick synopsis of the first movie. Now, Arnold is kind of sent in as a uh, super soldier uh, to save these other soldiers that were kind of captured. And and it's almost like a POW type of situation. Uh, lo and behold, he finds out it's for other reasons. He's kind of thrown in the mix and he gets really, really upset at his commander, who's played by Carl Weathers, and they kind of just bump heads, but lo and behold, also what's lurking in the bushes is the actual predator who's been killing all these people, you know, from the get-go. So we get a nice, you know, head-to-head -head versus match between Arnold and the predator, and in this one, there's only one predator. Now in the sequel, we get multiple predators, and the that we get is in the city. I forget which city. It's been like decades since I've seen Predator 2. I'll have to go back and watch it. But yeah, here's the Predator combo pack. This one's probably the most popular that you guys can get at Walmart for like 10 bucks. It has Predator 1, Predator 2, and uh, Predators, which is starring Adrian Brody, and I believe it's a Robert Rodriguez um, directed film. So real quick, guys, I wanted to just jump in and give you what I'm looking forward to for this new film, 2018, The Predator. And it's actually starring Olivia Munn, Keegan-Michael Key, a couple of new faces that I don't know too well. But anyways, uh, this one right here, from what I understand, it looks like we're going to see multiple Predators. And the story is kind of the same, except we're going to get a backstory, kind of more, not prequel-ish, but we get to find out how the Predator kind of crash-landed on our planet and what's happening. It looks like they're trying to intercept the Predator or trying to just discover more about it. Of course, the Predator is not about that, and they kind of just you know human versus predator but from what these new trailers are showing and what i've seen there's like a super predator mega predator i don't know what you want to call it as well as predator dogs yeah, Predator Dogs. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm actually uh, really excited um, to, for what they're doing with this Predator world. And I really, really like these movies, guys. Even the remake. The first Alien vs. Predator, not Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Anyways, that's a whole. That's for a whole other video, guys. So anyways, let's go, guys. I'm going to be watching this show, like I said, ooh, probably like 10 minutes. All right, guys? Heading to my local AMC. Here I go. What's on the ship? The thing that killed my man. The Predator, written and produced by Shane Black, also written by Fred Decker. The Predator. All right, guys, so I did just get out of The Predator, and obviously you can tell that I'm not too excited about it. Uh, my hopes were not really that high uh, to begin with, but 
I mean, seeing what they try to do really with this series, you know, whether it be Predators, the reboot directed by Robert Rodriguez, or even the whole Alien vs. Predator series. I guess I kind of didn't know what to expect, and this was kind of in the middle of all that. I wasn't completely 100% let down because I was entertained, but overall, as a movie, I have to say it was just a clusterfuck of plot holes. Now, I was really trying to figure out where I saw this main actor at before, and it's Boyd Holbrook. And uh, he's an actor, writer, and a producer, but I know him from Logan. That was the last thing I saw him in last year. And he actually plays the villain, the one with the robotic hand, the one he's like, uh, I guess he's out. He's like a mutant killer, but he's almost like mutant himself. He plays our lead soldier, and there's a lot of soldiers in this movie, guys. And he pretty much discovers this predator that crash lands on Earth. Now, we open up with a scene a huge like star wars epic galactic battle scene where we get two ships kind of following each other and one chasing the other and uh this other one that gets away from the main ship it's a larger ship you know it kind of it gets hit and it crash lands on earth so boyd holbrook does play quinn mckenna and he's a soldier like i said and he's kind of i believe this is an actually in mexico and he's out there to assassinate uh you know some kind of criminal and he looks up in the sky and he does see a UFO kind of coming towards him in a crash landing. Now, immediately the government picks him up and starts questioning him about all his finds and stuff like that. And we get Olivia Munn's character. I believe her name is Casey Brackett. And she plays a, uh, I forget her exact, I believe it might be a biologist or, or, yeah, is some kind of scientist, but she's kind of thrown in the mix to investigate what's going on with these predators. And they let it be known right away that this is not a reboot. This happened in 87, 1987 and 1997. And it looks like they're here to either study us or do something with the human civilization, the human race. So I guess that debunks kind of what I said the first time. I really was kind of going in it blindly. Just anything I saw off the trailer, really, guys, and clips here and there. And they were really kind of pushing this one hard, especially it being such an iconic franchise. I mean, starring Arnold. And then you had Danny Glover for the second movie. You know, who wouldn't see this movie about killer predators, right? wrong like i said there's so many plot holes in this story it's really kind of hard i mean you have things just happening left and right you have things happening with our main character quinn mckenna as well as his son who's dealing with asperger's and they they kind of make that apparent right away so he almost has like you know this intelligence that's kind of bouncing all over the place and he does get you know his hands on the predator technology so you have the whole dealing with that as well as olivia munn's character so you have a lot of things going on but in the midst of all this you have the super predator coming in trying to hunt down the predator that crash landed on earth now along with the super predator coming he brings his predator dogs in a scene that i can't even describe i don't even know why they created predator dogs but these things look so stupid and their purpose was not effective at all the scene of them you know fighting the humans and then actually what happens after that scene with the predator dogs is so ridiculous and especially throughout the end of the movie very very ridiculous unbelievable 
to a point of I wanted to laugh. I was kind of looking around to see if anyone was going to agree with me if I did laugh. And uh, it was just very cringy on that part. Now, the coolest part of this movie was the mega or super predator, whatever you want to call it. But these characters are evolving and they talk about them being upgraded and they explain why. And there's a purpose for them going, I guess, apparently from planet to planet. But don't worry, guys, I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but I just want to let you know a lot of stuff is happening in this. And uh, I, I kind of knew, like I said, I was going to set the bar a little low. And I did watch one interviewer and uh, she saw this movie, I believe, last week. And she said, you know, it's definitely going to titillize and satisfy the gore hounds. And it definitely did. And the gore was very, very reminiscent of the first Predator with Arnold in 87, as well as the music. It looks like they use the same exact score. Shane Black... I don't even think he composed new music. I think it's the exact same score. I, I was it, I was really trying to tell the differences, and, and I couldn't. It sounded exactly like the 1987 score from Predator. Now, moving along to a couple of the other characters in the movie, you have Keegan-Michael Key, who does blah, blah. That's always a hard one for me to say. He does play the comic relief in the movie, and I actually thought he was a pretty cool character. I thought he was really funny. And all these characters that are soldiers that get kind of put in this unit with Quinn, they all have their own backstory. They all have real bad PTSD, but it wasn't a band that you rooted for or even got in depth with their characters. So you didn't really care if they lived or died. Uh, there was an emotional scene between Keegan-Michael Key and Thomas Jane, who notably I remember from The Mist and the Punisher movie, which is one of my favorite and guilty pleasure movies. There is a pretty cool emotional scene at the end of the film between those two characters because they are intertwined a little bit. And I'm not going to give you any spoilers, like I said, but I thought that was a really, really cool scene. And it, uh, like, it's good with gory, but it was also emotional. Now, for the most part, guys, this film is almost completely CGI. When it did show the actual Predators in a suit moving, that looked really cool. But when it showed them jumping off of things and rolling, you know, doing the tuck and roll, it was obvious CGI. The Super Predator, I believe, was completely CGI. He was about eight feet tall. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But uh, the weapons were very, very cool. Uh, some of the explosions, I wish, were a little more realistic. I think those were all CG as well. So, you know, I understand what they did with the budget here. But over Overall, when it came to the bang bang shoot 'em up scenes, I was entertained, but the characters really didn't care for, it, and there was so many plot holes, like I said, guys, to a point where it was like, I was just like, okay, get to the next action scene. This is not, this is dragging on too much. And uh, going back to the whole comedic aspect of it, there was a lot of jokes I just did not hit. You know, they told a long, long running jokes. One guy had Tourette's, so he kept, you know, dropping obscenities left and right. And they just kept going, you know, 30 seconds, 40 seconds into the scene. And I'm like, okay, guys, cut it. Like, we get it. We get it. You have Tourette's. You just scream out obscenities. But overall, it was a movie, guys. I think this movie could have been put out in January and not September, end of summer. But overall, I think I'm going to give this film a 6.5 out of 10, maybe a 6 if I'm being really, really harsh. But I'll just say a 6.5 out of 10. Go watch it if you guys are fans of these movies. And The Predator did look very, very cool. Well, both Predators in this film did look very, very cool. I'm not a fan of the Predator dog, so I got to give the Predator dog a zero out of 10 for sure. I don't know what they were trying to go for, but it was not scary, not menacing, not cool at all whatsoever. So 
whatever. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching my review on The Predator. Are you going to see it? Let me know in the comments below, guys. If you guys did like this video, please give it a thumbs up and make sure you guys are subscribing if you aren't for more content like this. And make sure you guys hit that bell notification so you can always be notified with all of my videos coming up in the near future. All right, guys, thank you once again for watching till the end. This is David for Flix Talk signing out, saying thanks for watching.